This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1471, Cinderella and Her Ugly Sisters, How to Put Imposter Syndrome in Her Place, by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Saturday. I'm Greg Audino, your host and narrator. Happy to have you here today and thanking you for spending some of your weekend with us here at ORD. This time, we'll be hearing from another author who we haven't heard from in a while, at least not here. She's featured more often on OLD that being Emma Scheib of Simple Slow Lovely, we're going to hear her thoughts on imposter syndrome and how to manage it. So without further ado, let's give her work the floor as we optimize your life. Cinderella and Her Ugly Sisters, How to Put Imposter Syndrome in Her Place by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com Imposter syndrome has been alive and well in my house this week. Every time I sat down to write, to do something creative, a little voice piped up. You? You can't do that. Sure, you've written some okay stuff over the last six months, but there's nothing left now, is there? That voice even has a face, a persona. She looks and sounds just like one of the ugly sisters from Cinderella. The energy to fight back has been almost non-existent. Tormented by a double ear infection, deaf to the outside world, her voice has been getting louder and taking over the silent muffled spots. You are nearly 40. What have you really accomplished? The best of life has passed you by. Give up now. Who are you to think that you can write a book? All your life you've been mediocre, and nothing's changed. It's no surprise that she's decided to chime in now. This week I'm completing my first paid regular writing gig over at Introvert Deer, and although I successfully pitched four out of five articles last year, she thinks I'm going to fall flat on my face at the first hurdle this year. The barrage is almost over, though. I can feel her running out of fuel as I slowly but surely find my voice again. And the way I'm doing that? Telling her who I am. I know for a fact I'm not alone in the struggle against imposter syndrome. It's common, and you've likely felt it to some extent in your life, too. Perhaps that time when you aced your finals, but you figured they'd marked you wrong or the time you scored your dream job and you wondered if they got you mixed up with the previous interviewee? Or was it when you married your partner, but figured it might only last a few years until he or she discovered who you really were, kind of like Cinderella waking up when the clock struck midnight? What I've come to realize this week is that imposter syndrome is just that, a syndrome. It is not the core of the issue. The ugly sister is just the fluff and fanfare that surrounds the root of the problem and the root needs yanking out to put Drizella in her place once and for all. The Root of Imposter Syndrome The root of imposter syndrome is likely to be different for everyone, but for me it stems from a deep, dark, and very strong root 
who am I? For me, it's about belonging and lineage. As someone who was adopted at birth, I've not known my lineage. I don't have a line of people who have gone before me to show me who I am, or perhaps more importantly, who I could be. There is no family history to draw on, to compare with, to draw strength from. Whilst for some people a clean slate might be appealing, for whatever reason, I feel like this blank slate is why I floundered somewhat for the past few decades. Without giving Grisella full credit, the truth of the matter is that I have tried on many hats so far, and I don't know that I'm finished yet. And while I do believe that I can do anything, this is my year to settle. Somewhat. Last year, my word of the year was create, and I did that. 20,000 plus words and counting. This year, my word for the year is focus. This year, my youngest daughter starts school, and every week she's getting more and more independent. I finally feel as though I can focus now on who I am and what I have to offer the world. And part of that is figuring out who this me is. Knowing yourself is one of the best survival tools for life's trials, and it's a never-ending process as we grow and change constantly. I might come to know myself this year, but next year I'll probably need to get to know myself all over again. The other day, I sat down to write a few sentences about what I already knew. It was such a useful exercise, and I highly recommend everyone do something similar once a year. For me, this exercise is my answer to imposter syndrome. So, who am I? Someone who believes more and more in the magic of God and everything God is, which is everything. An introvert who needs a certain amount of alone time to function as a mother, wife, and friend. A reformed perfectionist someone who is quietly enjoying and embracing the mediocre in life, a lover of nature and hater of excess stuff and clutter, can I live in a forest in a cabin, please? A good, good mom who's doing their best but stuffing up lots on the way. Cue the time my youngest said the F word at daycare. Someone who craves authenticity and honesty from myself and those around me, and a writer, creator, and author. Who are you? Don't be shy. Get to know yourself. Claim your successes and failures, and get up and try again. You just listened to the post titled, Cinderella and Her Ugly Sisters, How to Put Imposter Syndrome in Her Place, by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. And there we have it, a great post from Emma that a lot of us can take with us and apply. This post certainly has a lot to do with the relationship we have with ourselves. It's important to keep in mind for our relationships with others, too, because so often imposter syndrome prohibits us from making contributions towards others. When we second-guess our abilities to you know, educate others, guide others, support others, and really show any and all different types of love to others, we ultimately withhold ourselves and we withhold our ability to connect fully. So it's critical to remember that even though we don't necessarily have the expertise that we might envision ourselves having or that we think we see others having. It doesn't mean that we can't offer gifts to others and help them in some way. Uh, or again, just go towards having better relationships with them. What you can currently offer will always be helpful or enough to someone, even if it's not the masses. So, some things to keep in mind as you reflect on your abilities and how you'd like to integrate them into your relationships. It's time to wrap up, though, everyone. So I thank you for listening today and staying until the end. Have a terrific rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show. That's where your optimal life awaits.